everyone, and welcome back to Cinema Gems. And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral. And as always, we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown, so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist. And of course, guys, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, the dogs are here. The Honorable Tesla and the Fantastic Miss Frida are here. But, guys, I need you to realize that there's a disembodied voice somewhere in this podcast. That's named the Butt Maestro. How's it going? A vast mateys. I am the ghost of a bad podcaster. Yar. I don't know what I'm doing. Hi everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show on the internet where a bunch of nerds talk about the shit they love. And guess what this week is, everyone? It's the Admiral's birthday. <laughs> Thank you. If, if Thank this you. was a podcast that did sound effects, there would have been a lot of really fun sound effects there. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, we, we have to hold on to our nomination for best podcast with no editing. It feels like tradition yes. now. It's an accurate description. Uh, accurate. So, if y'all have been following the podcast for a while, you know that when one of us has a birthday, that person gets carte blanche whatever fucking movie they want to review it's done no questions asked so naturally in this week's installment of what the fuck did the admiral just make me watch <laughs> admiral let's talk about blackbeard's ghost but before we must go crew cree virgo geba kalto cree Oh, I thought it was going to I'm sorry, what, did, did I just have a stroke? What did you just say? I was... What? You know, teaches the, the, the thing that... The teach, the warming... Inside the warming pan. I was quoting... You know, I was doing... Cree, crew, Virgo, Gabba, Kalo Cree! Oh, wow, I did Blackbeard's not remember ghost. that at all. I, I thought wow. you were either speaking straight up gibberish, or I was having a stroke. Wow. <laughs> Okay, guys, so look, this is Blackbeard's <laughs> ghost. Look, you have to be either inebriated or have seen this movie as a child, or this is your sleeper movie. Yes, look, by sleeper movie, I mean you put this movie on to go to sleep, and I do it because this movie is amazing. It's, it's 55 also, years old. It's also totally... I, I, I know we joke on the podcast a lot about, like, you need to be inebriated for this. And, like, yeah, that's our way of having fun. But it's definitely not the only way. If Correct. you love watching this movie, this wacky-ass 60s movie, with no other outside influence, that's awesome. And we're not dissing you at all. Right, Admiral? Yep. Correct. Correct. Cool. No I diss. Just, I, I feel like no this is like the third or fourth week in a row when we were like, yeah, substances are make this experience great. That's just how we have fun. That doesn't have to be how you have fun, okay? That's that's okay. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, so uh, in the quote-unquote Wikipedia of the plot of this movie, they specify that it's in New England, but if you know your history... Um, Blackbeard died off the coast of North Carolina? Yeah, this movie, I think, fudges a few historical details. Yeah. What about Godolphin? Isn't that a great name? Godolphin. For a town? Godolphin. 
It's Godolphin. I go. wouldn't bet on Godolphin to start with the letter G. Go Dolphin. Come on. Go singular Dolphin. Um, uh, but yeah, so basically Dean Jones, um, uh, who is an amazing actor and out of all the roles that he's been in, I feel like this is my favorite because when there are scenes that he's arguing with Blackbeard's ghost and no one else can see Blackbeard's ghost, oh, it genuinely yeah. feels realistic. It really does. He, he completely sells the idea of someone who, to everyone around him, looks knuck and futz. But is actually yep. very of sound mind and it's, it's a relatable position. I feel like being yeah. being um, the voice of reason and everyone around you perceives you as being a crazy person, but you're like, no, 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 no. I'm the one paying attention and I see what fucking clusterfuck this is. Uh, yep. Blackbeard's ghost is indeed talking to me. Jim Strangepork, a friend of the podcast who, who comes on occasionally, uh, uh, me and him have talked about doing like runs for the Disney uh, that they have at uh, Disney yeah. uh, in the early mornings or weekends. Yeah. And I've suggested that we do this costume where oh. he's Blackbeard's ghost and I'm and Dean, Dean Jones' Jones. character. <laughs> yelling. Just yelling at him. I think yelling like, hey, don't you do that. Don't you. That I, I, would be don't. Fucking hilarious, actually. And I need to see pictures of that when you do it. Oh, and also, if we ever do a convention and we ever show our beautiful faces, me and you, I'm just letting you know, you're Blackbeard's ghost and I'm D. Jones's character, Steve Walker. Wait, you mean if I get okay to dress like a pirate and get drunk at a con? Fuck yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> okay. And I'll be just wearing <laughs> a suit the, the whole time. <laughs> I don't know if I can be as oh. good as Peter Ustinov, but yeah. And you know, and you know where he's from, right? You know I was Peter about Ustinov to ask the... you... Admiral, where the fuck do I know him from? Because I know I've seen his face and heard his so, voice and other shit. So I'm going to go on along with the plot, but I personally know him from Great Muppet Caper because he hangs out with Oscar the Grouch in that okay. one scene where he's like, what are you here for? Another pointless cameo. Huh? me too. Amazing. But he was also in Spartacus. He's in a, He is an Academy Award winner. Yeah. Like, He's an amazing actor. Oh, definitely. And the fact that he gets Purple to... Taxi. Uh, oh, he's he's uh, he's Prince John, the lion in the cartoon Robin Hood. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, hey, if y'all knew who Peter Ustinov was before this thing, uh, let us know at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Admiral, where were we? Uh, so, uh, basically, uh, Dean Jones's character, Steve Walker, goes because he's a new track coach. So he goes to where he's supposed to sleep for the night, and he is unaware that there is a Buccaneer Bazaar happening. Um, and I love that he meets his future boss, and his future boss is so, oh my god, so toxic. Just like, so what do you toxic want? toxic, and so just out of the gate inappropriate. What? I just want you to know that I didn't. I didn't want to hire you. I just want you to know that. It's like wow. Okay. It's it's kind Jeez. of fucked up. I was a little bit off put by the whole kissing booth scene. Uh, oh, 
Yeah. That didn't age super well. I understand, you know, the times were different, but that has not aged very well at all. <laughs> all I gotta say Consent is... Consent is important, everyone. All I gotta say is, I would pay $5 for, for Patron to kiss me like that. Just saying. I would pay $5 for Good that. Good thing you don't have to, because she's your wife. <laughs> exactly. So technically, I'll just put $5 in my pocket, and then I can kiss her like that. There you that's go. that's fine with me. But... Besides the point, um, yes, there are some parts of this movie that did not age well, and there are some parts where you're like, why the fuck is a ghost worried about gambling for a college sport? Yes, thank you. What? <laughs> what? No, at a, I don't know why, but I, Steve Walker somehow convinces Blackbeard's ghost that the only way to lift the curse that has him stuck in constant limbo... Uh, is to do good deeds for the town. And I think Blackbeard he hears that and actually hears, okay, interfere with every sport that happens. Well, <laughs> and gambling. No, he did. No. I'm sorry. This is a guy who's watched it five times in, in four days. Please give so, me additional context. What am I missing? So, so basically, in. Um, uh, oh, what's the lady's name? Uh, the one who, the one who's em from Emily, Mary Poppins, Emily Stowcroft. Yeah, the one who's like, who's like, Elsa, who's oh god, what Elsa Lanchester? What is she I'm looking at her name right now. I know, but what is she calling? Um, uh, not Livingston. Oh, Ishmael. She calls Ishmael. him Ishmael. Yeah. Ishmael. Um, that Blackbeard's is stuck in limbo because. He is a horrible person, and he has not done any good deeds. So, he has to do good deeds in order to do it. So, Blackbeard, after they got out of jail. By the way, that whole cop scene, the scene in the car. It was so with, fucking goofy. I loved it. <laughs> oh, personally, I think that's when the movie drags. Like, really? those ten minutes. Yes. I'm like, oh, God. It's like, oh, my God, it drags. Like, that's the only part where I'm like, if you cut it out, I think it would be I think fine. that might also be because... 60s uh, slapstick in movies has the least amount of rewatch value of anything you can do in a movie. Yeah, personally, you know I, I love 30s and 40s. 30s and 40s, a.k.a. the Three Stooges. Right, that, that was the golden Stooges. era of uh, film slapstick because that was before they had already done everything. By by yeah, this, this is point more like in the film, bronze, they were getting bronze era. lazy with it. They were just using it to fill time and not give any actual context to what's going on. Mm. So yeah, I can understand why. I liked it because it was the first time I had seen it. But I'm pretty oh, sure okay. this, like these scenes, the slapstick scenes that just kind of burn time, burn runtime, uh, have the least amount of rewatch value compared to the rest of the film. Where there's plot development, there's character development, there's pretty decent acting. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I also think of it probably as the Bronze Age. Like, slapstick happened. Like you said, it's already been done. Yeah. Like you said, they're just trying to fill everything. That's what I think of as the 60s and 70s, the Bronze Age. Um, also, sorry, headphone so, users. If you hear jingle jangle, that's the inside of my water bottle. It, it's a, it's uh, a shaker bottle with a thing inside. Oh, that means I don't have to edit it anymore, then. Yay! Oh, please Unless tell me you weren't editing that out. <laughs> uh, sometimes I were. Sometimes I weren't, depending if 
depending on if I were talking or not, I edited it out if I was talking. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. It's, it's um, literally just my water bottle. <laughs> okay, I know. I I could, from context, while editing the show, I can totally understand. Okay, but look, so he goes to the Buccaneer Bazaar, he talks to the lady, she talks to him, and he meets Silky, which is a weird name for a gangster. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit weird. Silky Seymour. Yeah, okay, cool. So he he wants to build a casino where the where uh, Blackbeard's Inn is because it's in the middle of a river and the people haven't argued of the jurisdiction of where the look. If you want to go see the scene much better detail than I go watch the scene that um, oh uh, Joanne Baker and Steve Walker talk about it yes. and they, she shows her she shows him the map. Yes, she does a great much more detail about it and everything. <laughs> I highly suggest I highly suggest watching this movie in general because it's amazing. Oh, absolutely. Um, Com- completely agree. But, but basically, there's a there's an auction, and he auctions on something that he doesn't really want because he was told by Silky not to bid anymore. So he bid on it, and he was a war- as a war- bed warmer. Yeah. For two hundred dollars, which, by the way, I'm gonna keep talking. But can you see how much money that was in today's today's money from 1968? Ooh. Can you do it? Uh, an inflation calendar adjustment yes i'm working on it okay okay so then basically he breaks it um and then he says the the words i said earlier where he calls blackbeard's ghost from limbo to where he can only see him and he is actually real in so many ways he can interact with everything and use magic powers it's not really defined what powers he has and what powers he doesn't have but he's to quote Dean Jones, he's a rummy. And then we get the cop chase scene, that's okay. And then we get to the real meat and potatoes, whereas a month away they have a track meet. And he has to get his boys in shape. Yep. So he has to get his boys in shape and he does his best. So that's where Blackbeard comes with the idea, hey, if we bet on the team, we can use that money to give to the little old ladies. And I love how they're like, the little old ladies. The little old ladies. Give to the little old ladies so they can get their mortgage back. So Silky doesn't buy. And that'll be the good deed that'll get a Blackbeard out. So that's all Blackbeard wants is he's doing it for, he's literally doing it for himself. And that's why it's not working. Yeah. That's why it's not working. So bear with, give me that dollar amount one more time. $200. How, how much? Two hundred dollars. I I I just keep hearing dollars. I I'm not hearing a number, Admiral. I'm sorry that the phones are being two, weird. The time pacing continuum is being fucking weird. Two zero zero. Two hundred dollars. Do me a favor. You want me to text you? Yeah, yeah. Just text me because for some reason our phones don't want me to hear the number that you keep saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Technical difficulties. I can hear you fine. Two, two hundred. Oh, it's just two hundred dollars. Okay, cool. I thought it was a lot more than that. Oh, now you hear me when I text you. <laughs> Has oh god, one thousand seven hundred and seventy dollars and thirty cents. Holy shit, that's a shit ton of money for a bed warmer that he broke immediately. 
That literally, I want to go back to that scene one more time because his fucking attitude right there is very relatable. I'm sorry, if I'm at an auction spending my own money frivolously and a motherfucker comes up to me in a, in a cheap looking suit and says, I wouldn't bet on that if I were you. I'd be like, bitch, bet. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and uh, so... While so while that's going on, he's you know he's 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 learning, he's getting everything done, and um and as we get to the big night, we get to the big night. But before the big night, um, <laughs> uh, Steve Walker is taken out on a date by uh, Joanne Baker. Yes. And so so he's like so he's like well. I need to tell you something, and I don't know how to tell you. And I love how he goes about telling her. Do you still have that inflation calendar, inflation calculator up, by the I way? I can pull it back up momentarily. Okay. Because um, there's a couple more. There's two more um, uh, prices I want you to check okay. out. Okay. Um, can do. Uh, one of is the $900 that the little old ladies have. And this is in 1968. Or are we going yes, with the book's release year of 1965? No, because we don't know if it's the same plot. Okay. Yes, there is a book, people, that was released in 1965. You said $900? $900, yes. $7,966.35. Okay, well, can you check uh, $4,500 of the adjusted inflation calendar? money? Forty-five, forty-five hundred. Yes. Thirty-nine thousand eight hundred thirty-one, and uh, eight hundred thirty-one dollars and seventy-three cents. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forty-five thousand, not forty-five hundred. Oh, oh boy. Forty-five thousand. Add a few zeros. Yeah. 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 <laughs> add, sorry. Add, like, literally added a zero. Three hundred ninety-eight thousand. Three hundred and seventeen dollars and thirty cents. That's how much. The, that's how much the little old ladies have to pay. Oh my god! To get their to get their mortgage. Oh my god! Oh my god! Stupid. So so basically they they go they go they go on a uh, they go on a date and you know they're 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 having you know they're talking to each other. Blackbeard's ghost is doing his own thing. Yeah. And going off and betting on Godolphin to win the Braxton relay. Yep. With nine hundred dollars. Yep. Um, so he takes the money, puts it in, uh, puts it in the purse, leaves. By the way, I love when, I love when they get the, uh, when they get the dessert and they're like, oh, I don't want a dessert. We'll just have the check, please. And he pulls up the check. Does this motherfucker have two checks? <laughs> one for dessert and one for without dessert? <laughs> Cause there's two fucking checks <laughs> in that scene. I'm so happy there's you two checks. that. That's fucking hilarious. There's... <laughs> It's two fucking checks, man. That is goddamn hysterical. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. And I love, I also love that. So when they're going and they they go to the Braxton relay, I don't know if you noticed this, but I did. Mm. Did J.K. Rowling watch this movie and get the colors for her Hogwarts houses? Because one's blue, one's red, one's yellow, one's green. Mm. I mean, look. If if we're gonna if we're gonna sit around and uh, n- 
nitpick at everyone that have that has used primary colors in their fictional world's color schemes, we're going to be here a while. But I specifically brought it up to Patron and like, hmm, it's really weird that those are the exact colors. So that means that Dean Jones is the head of Ravenclaw House. I'd be 100% great with Dean Jones being my headmaster. What's up, Dean Jones? How you going, bro? How you going? I would love that. That's I mean, just me personally. But it's besides already that, well known that Joan ripped off all of her best ideas from either real European history, uh, Lord of the Rings, Greek mythology, uh, or a number of other places. <laughs> and also Blackbeard's Inclu- ghost. Yeah, apparently including Blackbeard's ghost. Yeah. Great job, Joan. Great job. Um, so. What? Okay, okay, this is where it gets weird. Okay. This, you thought it was this weird This is beforehand. where it gets weird, Admiral? <laughs> yes, this is where it gets weird. So, so, basically Blackbeard cheats and uses his invisibility for everyone to cheat and to make the, um, the, was it the iron, is it the, not the disc, to- not the disc toss, but the the shot yeah. put, shot put, the javelin throw. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, the scene where Dean Jones is chasing the javelin cracks oh God, me it's up. So fucking funny. All. <laughs> I love how I love how the, the the head referee is like, "Did you win the last three? Shit is so fucking funny. What do you want to protest? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What? So fucking funny. Um, and also, let's talk about the unsung hero, the news reporter that gets the shot put launched oh at him god. and his camera yep. attacked. Yeah. Oh my god. There, yeah, there's some oh absolutely batshit crazy slapstick scenes in this movie, and not gonna lie, the whole track meet uh, was fucking hysterical. I was in stitches for most of it. And credit to Dean Jones, he sold that frustration so well. <laughs> My God. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, and what was it? Oh, remember when... Remember when... Uh, I love when the football coach, the dean, and uh, the professor are sitting there talking... And it says, you take all the profits from my from my football boys and spend it on sweat socks and cr- and this crummy team. I'm like, wow. Damn. Douche. Toxic masculinity. What a, what a Shit. douche. Fuck. What an absolute fucking <laughs> douche. Like, I've known most football coaches, not quite all, but most football coaches to be kind of rude, kind of look down on most of the other programs, but like professional enough to work with you when they have to, right? This dude's just a dick all yeah. the time. Yep. That's what he is. Yeah. Yep. Um, so basically, uh, Godolphin wins the, the relay, um, because, they aren't able. Uh, the other, the the other three colleges, Braxton State, and I don't remember the other one, um, lose all their batons. Yeah. So they can't oh, that finish. was fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> no, he's got the hot dog. 
Oh, he's running with a hot dog. And I love the realization when he realizes <laughs> that a college kid is running in a official track meet with a beer. See, I just thought of it as an orange soda pop. I thought of it as a pop. I didn't think of it as a beer. I, I assumed it was a beer because they wouldn't say what it was. Oh, because it's Blackbeard's ghost? Yeah. And he's perpetually drunk. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's a rummy. He's beer a just rummy. makes sense to me in this context. You know? So... Uh, they end up winning, um, and I love when the little ladies come and come and attack Silky, and Silky's like, "Get away from me! Get away from me!" And then they go to Steve Walker and they pick him up, and he, they're about to drop him. And I love when Blackbeard's like, hmm? "Now be gentle with him, dearies. Be gentle with him." Huh? And I'm just like, "Those are all. Those are practically. Those are really your granddaughters, your great granddaughters. Like you, perv." Yeah. You yeah, perv. It's it's pretty weird, dude. Because they're the daughters of the Buccaneers, which I guess are like a play upon the daughter the daughters, the daughters of the, of the Confederates or the daughters of the Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't. Yeah. It's just fucking weird. Like I'm like, oh my god, these people are idolizing a person that raped, pillaged, and plundered. But that's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Um. So. So. And this whole thing, while this whole game's on going on, um, uh, Professor Joanne tries to go to Silky and is like, hey, can you please forget this bet? Like, please. Just please forget it. It was a mistake. Can you just give me my money back? And he's like, no. A bet's a bet. So they end up winning $45,000. So she goes to collect, and he's like, nope. Nope. Not doing it. Fuck. So then they go. <laughs> um, and I love that. I'm assuming this is me personally, because I in head canon I feel like this is set in North Carolina. Okay, so I feel that Ron DeSantis' dad was punched in the eye because that's who that motherfucker looked like to me. Ron DeSantis' dad, the one with the big old yeah. black eye. Uh, like, and such a weird uh, that effect being said, on that uh, black eye. We, we do have to state that uh, Cinema Gems does not condone any actual violence to any real living persons uh just saying that that being said ron DeSantis can suck my dick <laughs> yes i'm um, not asking you to apologize I... for slamming ron DeSantis. fuck ron DeSantis. gay 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 if i ever see the motherfucker in person i'm just gonna be gay uh, he also passed a bill last week that won't uh, talk about menstruation. Yeah. Until the appropriate uh, time. Alright, I'm good. Because that's a thing. Yeah, so whatever. So Ron DeSantis' get, dad's gets punched out, and it's a weird effect with, an, with a weird eye, uh, black eye type thing. Um, and so then uh, they end up winning... Before Silky cheats. Yep. Um, and then, and then, oh my God. And so then he finds out that it's the plant and he puts, uh, Blackbeard takes the clips, puts it on the guy's, uh, like socks. Yes. Sock holders. Oh, I love this scene. Which by the way, wouldn't that guy, wouldn't that guy feel 
the somebody I, messing I with so the too, but I was gonna let it go because I realized what was happening and I really wanted this dick to get shocked. So he got shocked, and I love how I love how he got shocked, and then fucking Blackbeard's fucking with them even more. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna get you! Oh, yeah. gonna get you!" Um. Uh, and then Blackbeard takes everyone's guns away, but they don't see it for some reason. Don't know why. And they pull out their finger guns, oh. and Dean Jones is like, gotcha. Oh, this scene was great. This scene, scene was fucking great. <laughs> Do you want to talk about oh, this scene? Oh, where he's pointing finger guns at them, and we, the audience, see uh, Blackbeard's ghost fucking, uh, just absolutely fucking him up. <laughs> Hang on, I'm recalling the Admiral. Admiral, can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, so I'm just going to keep going uh, without him because I don't have him on the phone. So, yeah, he's going around fucking finger guns and Blackbeard is just bonking him up on the head and and there's Admiral. Hi, Admiral. Hey. I was buying Sorry. time for you. I think we got disconnected. Yeah, I, st- I paused it after when I tried to call you didn't pick up. Ah, keep keep going. Keep going. I never paused. <laughs> uh, I, I just... I just... I just repause when you go. And there's the Admiral. Well, welcome to Cinema Gems, everyone. It might be a little bit weird. <laughs> might be being the key word of the day. Ah! Key word! Oh! oh my god. Okay, um, Pee Wee. Thank you. <laughs> so, so then, I'm assuming you talked about the guns. The, the yes. Attack. I'll listen to it. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, what... What about them throwing? What okay? What about Silky coming out? Dean Jones with an axe and this motherfucker just punches Silky out. Damn! Oh my god! Damn! He just like uh, I've been told my whole life: if someone points a gun at you, do not try to reach for their gun. Fucking either freeze and do what they say, or run. Preferably run. But now Dean Jones just. Dives headfirst at the dude with a gun. Oh my god. 60s movies, Oh no, dude. it's with the axe. With the axe. With the axe, I'm sorry. Did I say gun? Yeah. I meant axe. Same principle. I know. I knew what you meant. Yes, no, I, I, I know what you meant. So basically, after that, um, I love when, <laughs> I love when they're on the beach and they're like... By the way, we have no recollection for uh, jurisdiction of where Silky's gambling establishment is to... Blackbeard's um, uh, hotel. So we have no idea where this is. So I love that yeah. they're like, and it'll be here in, uh, it's got to be here in eight, five, and we hear a motorboat. And then uh, hands the purse over, gets the mortgage. But, okay, I counted, and technically they were a second late, but that's just me. Something like that. I counted. I can't, it's not just because I've watched this movie five times in four days, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, so then, after that, the movie ends. But before the movie ends, the daughters of the Buccaneers get to see their great-grandpappy um, by quoting uh, the words that the butt maestro thought I was having a seizure with. No, I thought I was having a stroke. Oh, you, oh, you thought you... Okay, okay. I thought you thought I was There's... having a seizure. No, okay. big difference between a seizure and a stroke. Oh, okay. sorry. Stroke, seizure. I hope never to have a, any of those. Um, or you to have any of those as well. I've, um, I've, I've been around people having both. 
Not at the same time, oh, okay. but I've, I've seen oh. both up close. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, Blackbeard sails back into the fog, and he gets on he gets on his ship, um, and yep. he hears his crew. And yep. He go- it's actually a really touching his- ending. <laughs> yeah. And then the it's, thing... It's- the, the, the most confusing part of the movie, the most confusing part of the movie, is when Joanne looks at Dean Jones and goes, you know, I loved you even though I thought you were crazy. You knew this man for four fucking weeks. Four weeks. How do you love him? How do you love this man? Yeah. How do you, How do you love him? Oh my God. What a wacky fucking movie. Yes, so, uh, here on Cinema Gems, we have full gem and amazing movie, half gem and all right movie, half gem and all right movie. All right movie. An all right movie, mate. Half gem and all right movie. And no gem, a horrible movie. But Maestro, what do you give Blackbeard's Ghost? This is Since you have no, to quote Blackbeard, nostalgia for it. Keeping in mind, keeping in mind that this was the Admiral's birthday pick. Uh, this was a 1968 whole gem and a 2023 shiny half gem. You know what I mean? I, I can agree with that statement. I 100% agree. If I take off to quote Blackbeard, my nostalgia glasses. Um, this is a almost full gem movie, but there are some parts that either could have been edited better or the sound could have been better, or other things could have been done just a little bit more polished. It would have been a full gem, but I agree that this is a half gem. It is clearly a product state. of its time in so many different ways, down to the fact that the whole supernatural entity helping a coach let his team, his underdog team, win an event they weren't supposed to win. That's Flubber! I've seen this movie before. It's Flubber! <laughs> you know, but you know with that, a ghost, you know that Dean Jones was also you know in Dean Jones in, No, 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 no. Well, he probably was in the new one, but he was in the original Absent-Minded Professor. Oh, okay. Yep. I was gonna say, I believe he was also in that Dark Hat, right? Yes. Which I suggested to the but Maestro people that we should have a Dean Jones month, and he hasn't said no yet. Yes. Okay. So. I'm glad you brought that up again, uh, because I think we should aim this question at the Cinemaniacs, at the listeners, right here. Uh, do y'all th- would y'all enjoy a Dean Jones month? Uh, I'm not opposed, but I would very much like to hear from the listeners. Is that fair, Admiral? Yes. That's fine. I perfectly agree with it. I'm I'm willing to, uh, I'm willing to do a Dean Jones month either way. But I would love to hear from the supporters, from from the uh, from the listeners. What do y'all What do y'all think? You can email us. I'm texting at, Patron right now. You can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can find all of our episodes on lowrainpictures.com as well as Apple iTunes and where you usually find Spotcast podcasts, uh, like Spotify and places like that. Uh, hopefully soon. Um. 
And you can find some of our things on Twitter at cinemagems underscore pod. That's also where you can just bug me with whatever movies you want us to review or anything we got wrong during the episode. Fucking tweet it at me. Yeah. Yes. And also, we can also, uh, you can also email us or poke fun at me at cinemagems pod, the Instagram, which I will be posting pictures of scenes from the movie that I took while I was in and out of consciousness sleeping while this movie was on for four days. Just a random, just, all right, finished it. All right, I'll start again. So before we start do the again. outro to this episode, uh, I real quick want to bug the Admiral uh, and do a thing. Because no, today is technically not his birthday. But we're going to do it anyway because this is his birthday episode. You ready, Admiral? What day What's is up? today? It's Admiral's birthday. What a day for a birthday. Let's all have some cake. Want to buy a slice of cake for nine ninety five? <laughs> Happy birthday, Admiral! Uh, I'm, I'm great pick, great pick. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love this. Is this unrandom installment of what the fuck did the Admiral make me watch? That is my favorite installment of the show. <laughs> favorite. Admiral, I'm sure as anyone who listens to this show would not be surprised by the weirdest and some of the most fun movies I have ever watched are mostly because you asked me to watch them for the show. Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, But thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Observer for letting us be on your website, lowrangepictures.com. I'll say it again once again just to make sure I got it correctly. Marty and the arrogant, arrogant observer. Observer. Thank you for letting us be on. Observer. <laughs> observer. Marty and the arrogant observer. There it is. Thank you for letting us be on your website, lowrandpictures.com. Guys, please go over to your 30 tab and check them out. They are way far superior than us. Way far superior. Oh, absolutely. And also, guys. Oh, yeah. And also, guys, just remember to make sure that you're taking time for yourself and you're understanding that you need some time for yourself. Okay, just I, that, that didn't mean to be like, all right, take some time. Just relax. Hey, motherfucker, take time for yourself. Relax. Go take a shower and take a nap. Damn it. Ugh. No, like take take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself so you can be kind to others. Yes. We love and y'all. Also, also, thank you thank- as always to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family. Thank you for our continued support. Uh, do, do you want to mention the, uh, the, the communication we got from... Uh, oh, yes. friend of the show, Swapper Jack's friend, oh, who now uh, has an on-air name. Yeah! Glitter Beach. Glitter Beach! She wrote us. Glitter, Glitter Beach! Beach. Uh, she goes, I loved it. The, uh, she's talking about the Waterboy episode, guys, by the way. The Waterboy episode. Uh, loved it. The accents were great. I want to help Vicky out, sort out her all her problems as well. <laughs> The scene where she is holding up the sign to ask Bobby if he wants to kill their teachers gets her every time. (laughs) (laughs) And also, she laughs at the butt maestro doesn't like the the names that they call Bobby Boucher. She finds that hilarious. But she also finds it hilarious at me that I was scared by a terrible New Orleans driver. Yeah. (laughs) And... 
to quote her, Amazing. this is that, this is that her does quote. make sense coming from the person who who scares me on a daily basis at Swapper Jacks by saying, "Bobby, it's me, your daddy, Roberto." <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Glitter Beach. Thank There's you one... so much for listening to the episode. I hope you get a chance to listen to some more. And hey, uh, if this is your first time listening to Cinema Gems, go to lowrainpictures.com. Scroll. Just keep scrolling until you find a movie that you either know you like or you know you hate. That's the best way to start listening to Cinema Gems is find a movie on the long list of movies we've talked about that you like. Or dot or or don't. Um, um, and, and she has one other thing before we go. Don't cut me off. One other thing before she says. Now this is her quote exactly. Got? Now that's some high quality podcast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Glitter Beach. Thank you very much for writing us in and talking to us. Thank you so much for listening to that podcast. And also, guys, by the way, that that made my fucking day. By the way, um, how is it that? Uh, in the movie Blackbeard's Ghost, they can say crawfish correctly. They said... That's a great question. I was also wondering that. I'm so glad you brought they it up. They said it correctly! <laughs> he knows how to crawfish. Amazing. I'm like, what? But guys, that is our show. Thank you so much. Yes, we're, uh, we're going to take a few days off to relax because, of course, it's my birthday tomorrow. Uh, but yes, guys, look. Take some time. Relax. Be safe. And also just remember to breathe before you do anything else. But remember that black lives always matter, guys. Always. Bye, guys. See you later. Love y'all. Hey, motherfucker, take time for yourself. Relax. Go take a shower and take a nap, damn it.